Hello and welcome back. I know it's a long time and we have not been connected because there are so many ups and downs. You have no idea what I'm, what I have been going going through. But it's okay now. It's little calm down and I can, you know, make a audio list and a book for you all. So now we are in uh, in a starting of the month August. And the next exam, which is uh, very near, I I don't know how many of you have applied for this, but it's UPSC EPFO. This is an exam that obviously conducts by UPSC, but uh, the syllabus and the demand of the demand of this paper is not same as UPSC. Now, if you are religiously following, if you are religiously preparing for UPSC, you will know that uh, obviously by now you have sought so many mock tests and so many question papers and you will get through the kind of questions UPSC asks generally, but not exactly in the case of this EPFO. And if you have, uh, you have filled this form, this audio is for you and if you have not, then maybe if you have... You, if you are willing to give some state exams, state PCS, any state PCS, then this may also become important. Not exactly important, but yeah, kind of relevant for you. Why I am saying this? Because in UPSC, if you go through the question paper, you will get to know that questions are not obviously easy. Okay, I am sorry, but I, I haven't shared. Today we are going to discuss uh, topics from history. We haven't discussed this and I really want to. And this is a revision for me, for myself, because I don't know after how many months I am touching this, but yeah. So the questions in EPFO and exams like this, obviously this exam is also conducted by UPSC. And when I am saying that if you are preparing for UPSC, it's not exactly, obviously UPSC is a body, it's not an exam. So if, if I'm saying that you are preparing for UPSC, I really mean IS, IFS, uh, DANEX and other services. Not exactly Union Public Service Commission. It's a body. And this body conducts so many other exams. CAPF, CDS and other two. And in these exams, questions are not like the level of IS exams. In these exams, questions are pretty easy. For example, I've uh, I've been going through previous year question paper of EPFO, and the one and the questions are like the rebellion start the rebellion started in 1816 and continued till 1832 was Santhal uprisings, coal uprisings, Dutch uprisings, none of these. I think as far as I know, it's a coal uprising. Yeah, it's a coal uprising. So questions are like this and if you in IS exams questions are obviously I mean I can bet you question question will not be like this. So so this paper and these kind of papers are like a low hanging fruits for you if you are preparing for civil services examination because you have already conceptualized all your basics. You are good with your statics. And now you are only uh, going through and basically you are basically brushing your facts and so these papers are basically fact based mostly history mostly history questions are fact based geography are fact based economy is a very very i'm not saying easy but yeah 
actually easy yeah economy is easy it's okay now get straight to the business so should i make another podcast no just start so we are going to discuss indian freedom struggle for upsc epfo upsc exam epfo exam which is conducted by upsc and the as far as i know as far as i can see the most recent exam that is going to happen is epfo if you have filled this form if you not obviously this lecture is not for you okay indian freedom struggle the revolt of 1857 the revolt of 1857 was a product of a cumulative effect of british expansionist policies economic exploitation and administrative policies over the years These policies had adversely affected the position of a rulers of a Indian state, sepoys, zamindars, peasants, pandits, traders, artisans, and malvis. The resentment of a Indians had found expression in a number of mutinies and insurrections from time to time in different parts of the country. But this violent storm of 1857 was unique, since it jolted the foundation of the British Empire in India. Causes of the revolt. The cause of the revolt can be studied from political, economic, socio-cultural, and several other aspects. The same are discussed below. Political causes under the subsidiary alliance system introduced by Lord Wellesley, the Indian rulers were to agree the stationing of British contingents. For those maintenance, the rulers were required to pay a subsidy of subsidy to the British. The system was suited best to the British, as without even spending a single penny, the British were able to maintain a large forces. Do I need to explain what is subsidiary alliance? So, basically, subsidiary alliance is that if uh, what Britishers do, basically, what is uh, introduced by Lord Wellesley, and in in this uh, in this uh, system. what actually have done by britishers is they go to they go to uh uh go to rulers who are already ruling in a state and tell them that if uh if uh tell them that i want to establish a army for you and your external affairs your political of uh, your political relations with any other state is restricted now you cannot have any relation with any state without our permission these army are going to stay with you they are going to eat you have to pay for them and they will protect you from other uh, outrages and if you don't agree on these terms we will fight and if you if if you if you lose then we will have a complete dominance on your state the second political cause was doctrine of lapse very famous was devised by the british as an annexation policy it was aggressively followed by dalhousie and came to be widely resented these aforesaid policies caused suspicion and uneasiness among the indians ruling class after the right of succession was denied to the adopted son of hindu princes this led to collapse of indian state and the most important state that had been annexed was if i'm not wrong avadh because they have uh, they have a they have a they they, they don't adopt a son and britishers annexed it on a on a basis of 
misbehave misbehavior or you can't you can't behave well and uh, you know function well your state that's why they annexed and that is something which is so triggering for indians at that time the second uh, cause was economic cause the colonial policies of english company destroyed the traditional economic structure of the indian society the self sufficiency of villages was badly hit by british rule the newly introduced revenue settlements system imposed severe disability on farmers under heavy pressure of taxation peasants resorted resorted to loans from money lenders taxation uh, money lenders money lenders and traders emerged as a new landlords the second uh, cause was a administrative cause Britishers followed the policy of discrimination against Indians under British rule all high courts civil and military were reserved for a Europeans the land revenue policy was of british was very unpopular which ruined the indian people to subsistence rampant corruption of the company's administration especially especially among the police petty officials and lower law courts made british rule very unpopular what are the social religious causes the attempts of christian missionaries to convert indians to christian christianity were looked with suspicion by indians there is a very um, very frequent question i came across last year on uh, almost all the test series are what is the uh, lex loci act basically lex loci act is uh, when uh, christians trying to convert indians on some favor like if you convert yourself to christianity we will give you this 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 much favor and this, this act is known as lex loci act kind of important idolatry was denounced hindu gods and goddesses were ridiculed and hindu superstitions were dubbed as ignorant further abolition of sati support of widow remarriage and women education were seen as a large section of the population as a difference in the social and religious domains of indian society by the outsiders military causes the sepoys of the british indian army were the most unhappy and their employers because they were lowly paid much less than the british soldiers of the corresponding rank, ranks sepoys were treated with contempt by their british officers and were called niggers and swords which is pigs they had little career prospects no indian could rise higher than the post of subedar dissatisfaction of sepoys over the order and they would not be given the foreign allowances the payment of bhatta the payment of bhatta was while serving in sindh and in punjab caused hatred among them the sepoys considered the acts like forbidding them to wear caste and sectarian marks beard turban etc as a direct interference in their religion the immediate cause the greased cartridges the new enfield rifle had been first introduced in the army it cartridges had greased paper over both and had to be bitten off before the cartridges were loaded into rifle the grease was in some instances composed of beef and a pig fat so basically beef is uh, like um very religiously bad thing for hinduism and uh, pig for islam the sepoy hindu as well as muslim were in- enraged the use of greased cartridges would endanger their religion many of them believed that the government was deliberately trying to destroy their religion and convert them into christianity 
the time to rebel and had the tri- time to rebel had come the out, outside influence of the revolt of 1857 the 1857 revolt coincided with outside events these events not only influenced the revolt but also had psychological repercussions these events exposed the weakness and losers of british in which they were involved those those events were many but most notable were the first afghan war 1838 to 42 under lord auckland punjab war 1845 to 49 under lord hardinge which ended with treaty of lahore crimean war 1853 to 1856 the santhal rebellion 1855 to 1857 I think we should have a pause now and I will continue after this in the next podcast. Thank you so much and I miss you guys a lot you have no idea and thank you for some of you who mail me I have seen your emails maybe I have not responded not because I am so busy but because I am not able to trust me and um, yeah that's it I will get back to you. <laughs> in some minutes i guess thank you hello everyone this is me sakshi pandey welcome back to this episode of uh, freedom struggle for epo exams conducted by upsc we have already discussed in the previous episode about why i have not uh, uploading audios of uh, lectures and initial part of freedom struggle and some how to prepare for epf exams and something more related to that in this in this episode we are going to continue our our episode which is uh, freedom struggle and so there is a time lag which is the spread of the mutiny and the revolt so let's begin on 29th march 1857 and i have a one request to you all that if you have any suggestion or anything that you would like me to know please let me know I'm new to this and I really want to experiment new things. I'm not saying that I'm all into this, but yeah, I want to take it forward because maybe it will help some of you who's not been, you know, the working, the one who's working. Because right now, the past few months, I'm also working, so I know the pain. Anyways, so when I'm, uh, when I'm. you know reading out i just want you to imagine these things if it's possible obviously it will help you to retain it for a longer period of time okay the spread of the mutiny and the revolt on 29th march 1857 the sepoys at barakpur near calcutta refused to use the greased cartridges mangal pande a brahmin sepoy attacked the and fired at the uh, at the adjutant he killed two british army officers the 34th native infantry regiment was disbanded and sepoys guilty of rebellion punished on 9th may 1857 at meerut 85 sepoys on the 3rd cavalry regiment on their refusal to use the greased cartridges were court martialed and sentenced to long terms of imprisonment On 10th May 1857, on the next day, the sepoys broke out in an open rebellion at Meerut. They shot their officers, released their fellow sepoys, and headed towards Delhi. On 11th to 13th May 
On 11th May, Meerut mutinies crossed over the Delhi and appealed to Bahadur Shah Zafar II, the pensioner Mughal emperor, to let them and proclaimed him Shahanshah Hindustan, Emperor of the India. During outbreaks in Delhi, it was seized by the rebels. Some European inhabitants of Delhi were shot dead. Some, um, the loss of Delhi was a serious loss of prestige in the English, of the English. The success of the rebellion in Delhi created a sensation in various parts of North and Central India. Then outbreaks started in various parts of the country like Firozpur, Aligarh, Itawa, Bulandshahar, Nasirabad, Bareilly, Muradabad, Sahanpur, and other stations in Uttar Pradesh. June 1857. On 4th June, the soldiers of the 2nd Cavalry and 1st Native Infantry mutinied at Kanpur. Mutinies at Gwalior, Bharatpur, Jhansi, Allahabad, Fazabad, Sultanpur, Lucknow, etc. also started. The civil rebellion spread through the Indo-Gangetic region, Rajputana, Central India, and some parts of the Bengal. On 1st July 1857, mutinies at Indore, Moh, Sogar, certain places in the Punjab like Jhelum, Sialkot, etc. On 21st September 1857, the English recaptured Delhi and there were further outbreaks in Central India. 15 October 1857, revolt spreads at Kota State. 28th of November 1857, the rebels defeat General Vaidham outside Kanpur. Tatya Tope escapes. 6th December 1857, Sir Colin Campbell wins the Battle of Kanpur. On 14th March 1858, Lucknow recaptured by the English. On 3rd April 1858, Jhansi falls to the English. Fresh rising in Bihar led by Kumar Singh. On 5th May 1858, the English recaptured Bareilly, Jagdishpur, and Kalbi. Indian rebels began guerrilla warfare in Rohila Khand. July December 1858, English authority re established in India. Now we are going to see some causes of the failure of the report. The poor organization and lack of coordination among the rebels were perhaps the most important cause of its failure. Some other causes were. The stronghold areas of the revolt remained limited, enabling the English of the uh, in English to concentrate and utilize their strength effectively against the rebels in the limited area. The English had better resources, modern weapons, and materials of war. There was lack of unity among Indians. Many many natives like the Sindhya of Gwalior, the Holkar of Indore, the Nizam of Hyderabad, Raja of Jodhpur and other rulers of Patiala, Nabha, Jinda and Kashmir and many others ruling chiefs and big zamindars actively helped the British to suppress the revolt. The modern educated Indians also did not support the revolt. Neither the leaders nor the sepoys were inspired by any high ideals of patriotism and nationalism. It was, it was the wide participation of peasantry and artisans in the revolt, which gave it real strength as well as the character of a popular revolt, especially in the areas as present included in Uttar Pradesh and Bihar. Impact of the revolt British government realized that the revolt was only a symptom of a deep-seated problem. The policy of the government of India underwent a drastic modification. Political impact the liquidation of English East India Company was the first and immediate result of the revolt. The act of the better government of India 1858 
was rushed through the British Parliament, which transferred power from the company to the British Crown. The Act laid down that India shall be governed by the name of the Sovereign through the Secretary of State of India, assisted by the Council of 15 members. British government made a new declaration of their policy towards India. This was done in the form of Queen Proclamation issued in 1858, the Government of India Act 1858. The significant act was enacted in a wake of revolt of 1857, the act of the act known as the Act of the for the Good Government in India. Sorry, Act for the Good Government of India abolish the East India Company and transfer the British uh, transfer the power to the government territories and revenue to the British Crown. Now, what are the features of this act? It provided that India henceforth was the governed by and the name of His Majesty, of Her Majesty, Crown. It changed the designation of a Governor General of India to the Viceroy of India. He was the direct, direct representative of the British Crown in India. It ended the double government by abolishing the Board of Control and Court of Director. The, it created a new office, Secretary of State for India. Vested with complete authority and control over Indian administration, the Secretary of State was a member of British cabinet and was responsible ultimately to the British Parliament. It established a 15-member Council of India to assist the Secretary of State for India. The Council was an advisory body. The Secretary of State was the Chairman of Council. It constituted the Secretary of State in Council as a body corporate capable of suing and being sued in India and in England. Reorganization of the Army. The Army was reorganized after 1858. The proportion of British troops in Indian Army was increased. They were primarily used to maintain internal security while the Indian troops were organized and trained for services abroad to subjugate Asian and African territories for British imperialism. The artillery was taken away from Indian hands. All higher and sensitive appointments were reserved for the British. As Indian could not get employment in the army headquarters except as a clerk in a non-military capacity. The battalions were drawn from such diverse elements as the Sikh, the Punjab Muslims, the Pathans, the Rajputs, the Gurkhas, etc. And it was quite easy for the British to exploit communal caste and regional differences in the supports. In fact, the Gurkhas uh, Gurkha battalion is still the strongest and the largest battalion in our army. The subtle distinction was also drawn between martial and non-martial races and uh, and a myth on this basis was propounded. The Sikhs and Gurkhas were, who were loyal to the British in the revolt were termed as the martial races. As a result of the revolt, changes were made in a judicial field also. New civil and criminal procedure codes were passed. The judiciary was reorganized under the Indian High Courts Act 1861. High Court was established at Calcutta, Bombay and Madras in a place of Southern Courts and Supreme Courts which had ex existed before the revolt. Social and Cultural Impact The old policy of promoting reforms was abandoned because it was contended that it was this policy which had been one of the important causes of rising of 1857. 
the cause of reform was now wholly left to the initiative of the indians themselves and this continued to be the basic policy of the government of india for over half a century the muslim renaissance war which had been growing in delhi before 1857 got a irreplaceable irreparable shock significance of the revolt there was a complete cooperation between hindus and muslims at all levels that is people to people among soldiers and also among leaders this unity shows the spontaneous raising of the last mughal king bahadur shah zafar to the leadership of the country this recognized the hindu muslim unity at the national level and showed the symbol of political unity immediate banning of cow slaughter was ordered once the revolt was successful in the particular area both hindu and muslims were well represented in the leadership for instance nana saheb and azimullah a muslim as an expert of political propaganda it must be noted here that lakshmi bai had the solid support of afghan soldiers thus the events of 1857 demonstrated and recognized the communal harmony now there is also a, a new timeline nature of the revolt there are two lines which is a, one is a person and second is a nature of the revolt this really a nature a national revolt so basically it is that some famous people said something about what is this revolt is about you know nature what is the nature of this revolt said by some important persons an exam why it is relevant because they would say that conflict between civilization and barbarism is said by who tr homes snc in vidisavarkar or bipin chandra so you have to choose the one option here the answer is tr homes now we will continue disraeli a national revolt dr tarachand dr tarachand especially medwell but efforts of powerless class to get their lost power j outram and v taylor the hindu muslim conspiracy jawaharlal nehru not a only sepoy mutiny formed the shape of the civil rebellion the real form was the feudalistic though some nationalistic elements were also present rc majumdar neither first nor national nor war of the independence essential inherited in the constitution of british rule and effort by the conservative elements to turn back the rock the clock sorry actually it's i'm sorry if i'm not wrong it's it's 2 am right now and i been traveling the whole day so i don't know <clears throat> how i am functioning tr homes conflict between civilization and barbarism vd savarkar first war of indian independence sir john sile wholly unpatriotic and selfish sepoy mutiny with no native leadership and no popular support bipin chandra the entire movement lacked a unified and forward looking program to be implemented after the capture of power hugh rose here lay the woman lakshmi bai who was the only man among the rebel leaders associated with the revolt of 1857 at different places in barakpur mangal pande in delhi bahadur shah second and general bakht khan in delhi uh, hakim ehsanullah chief advisor of bahadur shah second in lucknow begum hazrat mahal birji's qadar ahmed ahmedullah advisor of ex nawab of awadh kanpur 
नाना साहब राव साहब नेफ्यू ऑफ नाना तात्या टोपे अजीमुल्लाह खान एडवाइजर ऑफ नाना साहब झांसी रानी लक्ष्मीबाई बिहार जगदीशपुर कुंवर सिंह अमर सिंह अलाहाबाद एंड बनारस मौलवी लियाकत अली फैजाबाद मौलवी अहमदुल्ला ही डिक्लेयर द रिवोल्ट एज जिहाद अगेंस्ट इंग्लिश फरूखाबाद तुफजल हसन खान बिजनौर अहमद खान मोहम्मद खान मुरादाबाद अब्दुल अली खान बरेली खान बहादुर खान Now peasants, rebellions, and movement. This is, I think, it's important. In fact, in the first episode, I've uh, discussed a question, and th- which is based on peasants' rebellion. Peasants suffered from high rents, illegal levies, arbitrary evictions, and unpaid labor in zamindari areas. In Rajdwari areas, the government itself levied heavy land revenue. The overburdened farmers, fearing loss of their only source of livelihood. often approached the local money lender who made full use of farmer, farmers difficulties by extracting high rates of interest on the money given to the farmers the social political economic and cultural life of indians with the help of the enactment of law and introduction of new legal system etc led to discontentment among the indians in general and peasants in particular accumulation of grievances and absence of redressal of the same precipitated into rebellion or uprising the movement now there are certain peasant movements where it from where it started who are the leaders and what are the ca- cause of these movements pangal panthis 1825 to 35 location was in bengal now this is in bangladesh leaders are karam karam shah tipu shah hazong and garo tribes against hike in a rent of bengal in a rent in bengal sambhalpur uprisings 1840 location is sambhalpur leaders are surendra sai against the interference of the british in the internal affairs of the india of sambhalpur the kuka revolt 1840 which is in west punjab bhaga uh, jawahar mal and baba balak singh to purge sikhism to its corrupt practices by preaching abolition of caste and similar discrimination and discouraging eating of meat and taking of drugs gadkari rebellion 1844 to 45 which is in kolhapur leaders are gadkaris against the assumption of direct administration of kolhapur by british and its revenue policies indigo revolt 1860 nadia district of bengal leaders are digambar biswas Vishnu Biswas, Harish Chandra Mukherjee, editor of newspaper Hindu Patriot. Causes are peasants were forced to grow indigo in the field by European factory owners. Teen Bandhu Mitra had written about his revolt in his play Neel Darpan, translated into English by Madhusudan Dutt. Pune Sarojini Sabha, location is Pune. Leaders are M G Ranade to popularize the peasants' legal right. Pavna Agrarian Uprising, Pavna District of Bengal, Sahachandra Roy, and Sambhupal, against operation of peasants by Zamindar, Bengal Tenancy Act 1885 passed. We will discuss about this act later on. Ramosis Uprising 1877 to 87, Ramosis Maharashtra, Vasudev Balwant, Fadke. It was against the British failure to take up an anti-famine measure. Bijolia movement 
in Rajasthan, Sitaram Das and Vijay Patrick Singh. The movement arose due to the imposition of 86 different types of seizures of on peasants. Champaran Satyagraha, Bihar, Gandhiji, Dr. Rajendra Prashad, Raj Kumar Shukla. Against the Team Kathia system imposed by the European indigo planters. Kheda Satyagraha, 1918, in Gujarat. Leader is Gandhiji. Against ignored appeal of remission of land revenue in case of crop failure. United Province Kisan Sabha in Uttar Pradesh, 1918. Gauri Shankar Mishra, Indra Narayan Divedi. Against the threat of Bedakli eviction and the Jajmani system. Uttar Pradesh Kisan Sabha, Uttar Pradesh, 1918. Location is Uttar Pradesh. Indra Narayan Divedi, Madan Mohan Malvi, to organize Kisans against Jamidari system. Avad Kisan Sabha, places odd. Jawaharlal Nehru, Baba Ram Chandra, to organize peasants. Sorry, but I don't think I can speak further. So I have to think. What? Ikka movement, 1921. Location is Avad. And uh, leader is Madari Pasi, higher extraction of rent. Mopla Rebellion, Malabar region, Kerala, is happening 1935 to 1921. Sayyid Ali and Sayyid Fazi, against the operation and exploitation of Muslim Mopla peasants by Hindu Zamindar, Jinmis, and British government. Andhra Royat Royat Association, 1828, Andhra Pradesh, and G. Ranga, sorry. Abolition of Zamindari, Bardoli Satyagraha, Satyagraha 1828, places Bardoli which is in Gujarat, against the 30% increase over the ex- existing land revenue. All India Kisan Sabha 1936, United Province, UP, Swami Sahazanand, protection of peasants from economic exploitation. Tibhanga Movement 1946, Tibhanga which is in Bengal, Bengal Kisan Sabha, Against Jamindars, rich farmers, moneylenders, traders, local bureaucrats. Telangana Movement 1946-51, Hyderabad, Praja Mandal and Communist Party of India. Causes are against Nizam officials. Okay, so tribal rebellions. The regulation of tribal areas, imposition of high land revenue and taxation of tribal products led to resentment of the tribes who considered it as undesirable interference in their economic life. Interference in the tribal religion and culture by Christian missionaries was another area of their grievance. The incessant exploitation of the tribal added to their woes. This was undertaken by the outsiders who were usually middlemen, moneylenders, traders and revenue farmers. They increasingly took possession of tribal lands and trapped the tribals in depth web and thus bought the tribal people within the vortex of the colonial economy and exploitation. The large-scale influx of non-tribal people in the tribal region also created serious threat to the tribal identity. Apart from this, the government policies like tightening of the control tightening of the control over the forest zone of revenue purposes from 1867 onwards also shattered the very basis of tribal economy and aggrieved the majority the operation and extortion extortion by policemen 
and other petty officials aggravated the tribal distress. The system of beggar unpaid forced labor was intensified and expanded. So there are some tribal rebellions, which is which tribe it is, in which year it uh, happened, who are the leader, and what are the cause. And I think we should discuss this in the next episode. And in the next episode, we are also going to discuss Indian National Congress and further on important terms. And uh, obviously, I would like to tell you that in this segment. I am going to complete at least freedom struggle for EPFO and other state services examination and I will try to complete other part 2. Like uh, my plan is, uh, uh, is to complete 365 vision 365 because I am also going to revise it. So I'll made, uh, I can made so vision 365 of all the subjects except society. It's not because society is entirely not important for prelims and some parts uh, of state services because some facts, uh, some crux points. Um, I have uh, recently I have read a book uh, of for medieval history Bando Bandho if you have uh, heard about it. And there in that book, in the last four to five pages, there are list of words for medieval history. So I will try to accumulate all the words for you in a in one or two or whatever segment it needed because it was long. And um, if uh, if you have noticed last year, previous year question paper for you for civil service examination or other state examinations, there are some terms you there are some term use uh, like they are saying abdad is used for what in medieval period. I'm not saying you have to just, you know, आपको रटना नहीं है ये, but आपको एक बार at least इन सारे words से go through करना है, so if option came, you know maybe it was this, and I'm sure it was not this, that's how elimination works, okay, so maybe this is it, thank you so much, and please give me your review, it is very important for me, trust me. Hello, welcome back. This is me, Sakshi Pandey, and we are discussing earlier history for uh, UPSC EPF exams, and we have been discussed tribal rebellions. Now there's a list of this. Who are the tribal uh, tribal rebellions? Their tribe, the year, leader, and the cause they fought. Okay, so I'm just referring one more source. Uh, Earlier, I was uh, referring a source from Arihant, which is a guide come practice sets for EPFO exam. Mm. And now I've, I've been reading this today, and I think I uh, should include this too for uh, for all of you for your uh, easiness, I guess, because obviously you don't have time. That's why you have came. Here and I'm just adding up two to three sources for this. Okay, so let's begin. Chuar uh, tribe year 1766 to 72. Leader is Raja Jagannath. Causes is excess revenue demand in a Bengal famine. 
भील्स एटीन सेवेंटीन सेवाराम कॉज इज़ ए ग्रैनियन हार्डशिप ट्राइब इज होस एटीन ट्वेंटी लीडर गंगा नारायण कॉजेज आर ब्रिटिश ऑक्यूपेशन ऑफ सिंहभूम ट्राइब रामोसी ईयर एटीन ट्वेंटी टू टू ट्वेंटी सिक्स लीडर इज चित्तूर सिंह प्रताप सिंह दत्ता दत्त ट्राइब पाटकर एंड कॉज इज अ ब्रिटिश रूल कोलीज एटीन ट्वेंटी फोर दो नेम फॉर द लीडर एंड एंड कॉज इज डिसमेंटल ऑफ फॉरेस्ट अहोम एटीन गोमाधर कुंवर ब्रिटिश ऑक्यूपेशन खासी द इम्पॉर्टेंट वन एटीन ट्वेंटी नाइन टू थर्टी टू तिरुद सिंह ब्रिटिश ऑक्यूपेशन कोल एटीन थर्टी वन टू थर्टी टू बुद्ध भगत लैंड ट्रांसफर टू आउटसाइडर्स संथल्स एटीन फिफ्टी फाइव टू फिफ्टी सिक्स सिंधु एंड कानू ब्रिटिश रूल नाइकदा एटीन फिफ्टी एट रूप सिंह फॉर धर्म राज अगेन अगेंस्ट बैन जोरिया भगत ऑन ग्रेजिंग एंड टिम्बर भूयान एंड जुआंग एटीन सिक्सटी सेवन सिक्सटी एट एंड एटीन नाइन्टी वन रत्न नायक धरानी नायक इंस्टॉलेशन ऑफ ब्रिटिश प्रोतेगोन थ्रोन कच्चनागाज एटीन एटी टू विच इज समबुद्धेन ब्रिटिश इंटरवेंशन मुंडा एटीन नाइन्टी नाइन बिरसा मुंडा लैंड सिस्टम मिशनरी एक्टिविटी एंड फोर्स लेबर भील्स नाइनटीन थर्टीन गोविंद ओराउंस 1914 जात्रा भगत एंड अदर भगत रिलीजियस रीजन्स मिलेनैरियन मूवमेंट चिंजूज 1921 टू 22 हनुमंथू ब्रिटिश कंट्रोल फॉरेस्ट कोयाज रमपाल 1922 टू 24 अलूडी सीतारमा राजू ब्रिटिश रूल नागा 1905 टू 31 जादुनांग 1905 टू 31 एंड रानी गाय दिनलू अ रिफॉर्मिस्ट मूवमेंट later directed against excess of british rule now we are okay so uh, major tribal and agrarian revolts is sanyasi revolt restriction imposed upon pilgrims visiting visiting holy places raided english factories and collected contribution from the town series of conflicts between sanyasis and english forces second is santhal rebellion exploitation by money lenders and colonial administration money lenders cheated and exploited tribals british indifference to tribal grievances turned them against british ekka movement peasant dis, uh, dissatisfaction with 50% high recorded rent operation by revenue collectors and practice of share rents congress and khilafat leaders provided the initial thrust it had a symbolic ritual in which pledge was made to pay only the recorded rent on time Indigo revolt exploitation and oppression of the indigo peasants by planters under the leadership of Digambar Biswas and Vishnu Biswas agriculturist decided not to grow indigo Now places place wise what are the certain movements in north india two movements which is a, a very important first is wahabi movement raibareli up and kukka revolt western punjab eastern india Sanyasi revolt Odisha Bengal and Bihar Chowar and Ho rising Odisha Bengal and Bihar Santhal rising Raj Mahal hills and Jharkhand the Ahoms revolt Assam Khasi rising Meghalaya these are actually tribes from there so if uh, if the question come this tribe belongs to which state you can also answer by knowing these things so Khasi rising is in Meghalaya Pagalpanthis uh, in Bengal 
फिराजीज रिवोल्ट बंगाल मुंडा रिवोल्ट मुंडा ऑफ छोटा नागपुर कोल्स ऑफ छोटा नागपुर रिवोल्ट इन साउथ इंडिया रिवोल्ट ऑफ राजा विजियाना गारम आंध्र प्रदेश रिवोल्ट ऑफ वेलू थम्पी त्रावनकोर केरला रिवोल्ट ऑफ किट्टूर चिन्नम्मा किटूर इन प्रेजेंट कर्नाटका स्टेट नाउ देर आर सम रिवोल्ट विच इज ऑल्सो हैपन इन वेस्टर्न इंडिया विच इज भील एंड कोलिज महाराष्ट्र कच्छ रिवेलियन इन कच्छ एंड कठिवार एरिया विच इज इन गुजरात वाघेरा राइजिंग ओखा मंडल गुजरात सूरत सॉल्ट एजुटेशन सूरत रामोसी राइजिंग कोल्हापुर एंड सावंतवादी रिवोल्ट महाराष्ट्र दिस इज ऑल अबाउट ट्राइबल पार्ट ऑफ फ्रीडम स्ट्रगल नाउ बर्थ ऑफ द इंडियन नेशनल कांग्रेस इन 1885 Congress was the natural inevitable product of various forces in the 19th century. The credit for the birth of the Congress is often given to O.U. A.U. Holmes, who, with the blessings of Viceroy Lord Dufferin, successfully organized the prominent political leader and founded Indian National Congress. Background of Indian National Congress. Indian Association decided to hold its first Indian conference in Calcutta at the same time so that it can reach the masses, but the plan failed. Now, in 1884, at the annual convention of the Theosophical Society at Adyar in Madras, A. U. Hume proposed formation of committee so as to make necessary preparations for the session at Pune to be held in 1885. A. U. Hume was a retired British member of Indian civil services. He played an important role in the foundation of the Indian National Congress in 1885. Earlier, he founded the Indian National Union in 1884. which is considered to be the forerunner of the Indian National Congress he served as a general secretary of Indian National Congress from 1885 to 1906 a year hume published a pamphlet an old men's hope in the madras session in 1887 formation of indian national congress indian national congress was finally formed on 28th december 1885 why the date is important and it's even given it's not uh, i don't know you have ever read this date on spectrum because it's not given but these uh, kind of exams ask some factual questions like this the first session of the indian national congress was held on 28 december 1885 at tejpal sanskrit pathshala bombay under the presidentship of wc banerji in 1886 the delegates of congress became 436 moderate leader dominated the congress in its early phase the moderate belief in the essential sense of justice and goodness of the british nation was strong the moderate belief in the essential sense of justice and goodness of the british nation was strong in 1889 a british committee of indian national congress was founded under the chairmanship of w vanderbom vanderbom i'm so sorry vanderbom biographer of a home in london and a general india was also started a struggle for independence indian uh, national movement was a struggle of india pub- indian public at two fronts at one front indian public tried to become a nation and at other front fought against the british to become a nation a state by restoring sovereignty to indian people there are two phases which is the uh, moderate and extremist 
मॉडरेट फेज स्टार्ट्स इन 1885 टू 1905. ड्यूरिंग दिस पीरियड द कांग्रेस वॉज डोमिनेटेड बाई सच लीडर्स हु बाई देयर मेथड ऑफ फंक्शनिंग वर टर्म मॉडरेट और लिबरल they appealed through petitions speeches and articles loudly professing loyalty to the raj the methods of the moderates can be best described as constitutional agitation so if they have an issue they uh, form a body and uh, go for a prayer and a you know triple p petition demands of the moderates the political demand of the congress was mod- uh, were moderate while its economic demands were radical and anti imperialistic expansion and reform of legislative councils leading to popular control of administration removal of restriction on freedom of the press and the speech separation of the judiciary from the executive by the beginning of 20th century the moderate nationalist sorry nationalist put forward the claim of the self government within the british empire gokhale first made this demand from the congress platform in 1905 dada bhai naroji made this demand in 1906 in this in his presidential address at calcutta session of congress a strong point made by the nationalist during this phase was about the economic drain of india in this context they demanded the end of india's economic drain abolition of discriminatory laws opportunities for indians in administrative jobs and holding indian civil service examination simultaneously in england and india abolition of salt tax reimposition of import duties on cotton goods reduction of high military expenditure were their other economic demands achievement of moderates obviously manga itna sab kuch hai mila kya creation of a wide national awakening popularization of india's of democracy and nationalism expose the exploited character of british imperialism imperialism In this context the theory of drain of wealth popularized by the moderates played the most important role written by dada bhai naroji in case you don't know this their major concrete achievements were the appointment of a public service commission in 1886 the enactment of the indian council act 1892 which provided some powers to elected local bodies their efforts resulted in a resolution of the house of commons 1893 for samil uh, for sim- simultaneously examination of the indian civil services in london and india and appointed appointment of the wellbe commission of indian expenditure this is also important that wellbe commission is for what so it's for indian expenditure 1895 now the next phase start which is the extremist phase okay the moderate policies of the early congress uh, this illusioned many of its younger leaders known as a neo nationalist or extremist the extremist advocated by court of foreign goods use of swadeshi goods national education passive resistance and swaraj for some ex- extremist swaraj referred to complete autonomy or uh, independence and not just uh, self government was uh, declared by moderates and sorry not just self government as was declared by the moderates the boycott of british made goods and use of swadeshi or home made products was designed to encourage indian industries the idea of a national scheme of education was to encourage the boy- to encourage the boycott of government controlled universities and 
colleges. The extremist well understood the and highlighted the negative role of Britain in India. They talked of democracy, constitutionalism, progress, and talked of broadening the social base of a national movement. They also realized that these obje objectives could not be realized without pressure tactics and some sort of direct, direct action. The policy of the extremists yielded good dividends. The partition of the Mongol was annulled in 1911, which gave a new self-confidence and self-assurance to Indian nationalists. Causes of the rise of the extremists. There, were, uh, there was a growing consciousness among the Indians of the exploitative character of the British colonial rule in India. The writings of the early nationalist leaders had exposed the true nature of the British rule in India, which is Ranade's essay on Indian economy, 1898, Dada Bhai Naruji's poverty and un-British rule in India, 1901. I don't know if you have a book or not, but if you have, please highlight this point. In 1901, R.C. Dutt, Economic History of India in 1901, etc. Some of the repressive policies of the British government, which led to the discontent among the people and resulted in the growth of extremism, were this. The deportation of Chapikar brothers without trial in 1897. The enactment of law making it an offence to preach nationalism. University Roller Tactics. University Act 1904, the enactment of the Indian Official Secrets Act to restrict the freedom of the press, which is in 1904, the controversial partition of Bengal in 1905, the immediate cause for the rise of the extremism was the reactionary rule of Lord Curzon in 1889 to 1905. Curzon considered the Congress as an unclean thing and seditious organization. The Calcutta Corporation Act 1899, the Official Secrets Act and the Indian Universities Act created great resentment in India. The most and the most hated aspect of the Curzon's administration was the partition of Bengal in 1905. Curzon partitioned Bengal ostensibly, ostensibly for administrative convenience but in reality for curbing the growing nationalism. It is said that the partition aided rather than deterred the forces un undermining the British positions in India. Who are the prominent extremist leaders? Bal Gangadhar Tilak, Lala Lajpatra, Bipin Chandrapal. So, you can remember this as a Lal Bal Pal. Lal is Lala Lajpatra, Bal is Bal Gangadhar Tilak, and Pal is Bipin Chandrapal. starting with Bal Gangadhar Tilak. Known as a Lokmanya to the Indians and as the father of the Indian unrest to the British, he was regarded as one of the most dangerous pioneer of disaffection. He began his political career as a moderate, but by the beginning of 20th century became an extremist. He used religious orthology, orthodoxy as a method of mass contact through his organization of the Ganpati festival in 1893 and Shiva, uh, Shivaji festival in 1896 onwards, he was the first to give the slogan of Swarajya, Swadeshi and Boycott. He was a distinguished member of a Deccan uh, education society and he was instrumental in founding the new English school, which later became the 
Fagusian College. He also edited two newspapers, Maratha in English and Kesri in Marathi. In 1916, Tilak organized his own Rome Home Rule League at Pune and declared Swaraj is my birthright and I will have it. It's a very important slogan. Lala Lajpat Rai, 1865-1928 Popularly known as the Punjab Kesari, he was a leader of the college faction in the Arya Samaj. The Gurukul faction was led by Lala Munshi Ram. Lala La, uh, Lajpat Rai became an extremist leader in the beginning of 20th century and played an important role in anti-partition movement. He was the editor of Punjabi and authored a book, Unhappy India. He had declared that political rights could not be won as an organization which could not distinguish between begging rights and claiming them. In Punjab, the cult of Swadeshi was propagated by Lala Lajpat Rai while leading an anti-Simon procession. He was wounded and later died of injuries. Third one is Pal, which is Bipin Chandra Pal. The year of his, uh, the tenure of his working is 1858 to 1932. Known as the father of the revolutionary thought of India, Bipin Chandra Pal began his career as a journalist and started the Paridarshak, a weekly, and later became the assistant editor of Bengal Public Opinion and the Tribune. He started New India in 1901 to propagate his brand of nationalism revolving around the idea of Swaraj. Swadeshi boycott and national education. Partition of India, 1905. Among the uh, among the Lord Curzon's administrative measures, the one of the elicited and strongest opposition was the partition of Bengal in 1905. Real attack on Bengal came as early as 1899 when Curzon reduced the number of elected members in the Calcutta. Corporation primarily to satisfy the European business interest in the city, who often complained of delay of the grant of license and similar other facilities. British India behind the partition. The idea of partition was first given by William Ward in 1896, Chief Commissioner of Assam. Later, to meet the growing nationalist challenge in Eastern India, Curzon and his advisor, Sir A. Fraser, the Lieutenant Governor of Bengal, and H. H. Risley, Secretary, Home Department, Government of India, searched for an effective answer and, effect, and eventually found it in the division of the Bengali-speaking people. The official statement, sorry, the official statement made by Risley was, Bengal united is a power and Bengal divided will pull its server different ways. Similarly, Curzon also said the Indians only business was to be governed and it was sacrilege on its part to have any other aspiration. Another objective behind the partition of the split of the Hindus and the Muslims. I think I should uh, continue next session, next episode after next episode, in the next episode. In next episode, we are going to discuss about Swadeshi Movement, Surat Split, All India Muslim League, Indian Council Act, Home Rule Movement, Tilak's Home Rule Movement, Lucknow Pact, maybe more. Okay, so thank you so much and I am still waiting for your mail and do follow, you will get to know more things. Thank you.
and uh, yes i just want you to tell me how many of you actually preparing for exams for up and for other state exams because i'm i'm thinking of covering some of up specific uh, book and content for example uh, one book i came across for current affair for up is a idristi magazine published by idristi it's mostly one year current affair of up specific so if most of you are from uh, i mean majorly if some people are interested i can continue with that too yeah thank you thank you so much have a great day i hope you had a great day